The moment you doubt whether you can fly, you cease forever to be able to do it. This quote was by J. M. Barry, creator of Peter Pan. Folks, what's stopping you from gaining confidence in everything you do? Is it self-doubt? Is it fear of failure? Is it fear of success? There's another quote I want to share. If you have no confidence in self, you are twice defeated in the race of life. With confidence, you have won even before you have started. This quote was by Cicero. In today's episode, I'm going to share one of the secrets to gaining more confidence and focus. And it's the lessons I learned from this carnival game called skee-ball. What did skee-ball and a life hack I learned back in high school teach me about focus and confidence? Tune in to find out. Let's cue the intro. Welcome to the Boom Vision Podcast, the show that empowers you to live an enriching life physically, mentally, and spiritually. I am your host, Benjamin Ye. And I created this podcast to give you perspectives on how to strengthen your mindset so that you can build optimal health, create aligned wealth, and connect with your higher self. It's all interconnected. Let's get to work. Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 45 of the Boom Vision Podcast. A series of events that happened recently inspired me to share today's topic about focus and confidence. And before we get into that, I want to bring up a oldie but goodie. Back in episode two, where we talked about inner voice, I shared towards the end about the power of making the declaration, I am. Whatever word you attach to that, I am powerful. I am worthy. I am abundance. Why I am is so powerful is because I am, I A M. I stands for intentions, A stands for actions, M stands for manifestations. What I set my intentions to, what I take actions that back up my intentions, I manifest. The reason why I share this powerful decoration is because this is a tool that can help you gain focus and confidence. To help you unlock the secret to this tool, let me share with you my story about skee-ball. So during this past spring break, my family went with another school family to Las Vegas. And during the trip, we did a lot of activities with the kids. We went to the aquarium. And then one of those afternoons, we took the other family to this new arcade that opened up in a new casino on the Las Vegas Strip. Now, this arcade had games like air hockey. It had some carnival games like basketball. And of course, it had skee-ball. Now, if you don't know what skee-ball is, it's similar to like bowling. But instead, you're throwing these balls into these hoops that have different points. And so there's the smaller the hoops, the higher the point value. And I remember when our families went in and were playing all these different games, when we came to skee-ball, I looked up and for the jackpot, it had over 800 tickets. And in my mind, I was like, that jackpot is mine. I am going to win this jackpot. 
And as I had this thought, and as I was about to play the game, something interesting happened. So I looked at it, and I knew I was going to win the jackpot. But I was thinking, okay, I'm probably going to win this within two games. Now, before I share how this unfolds, let me share a little bit about the details of how to win a jackpot. In skee-ball, in this particular game, you have to get at least 40,000 points or more to win a jackpot. Now, all these hoops that you're throwing the ball into, they can either be 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, and the most difficult hoop, which is the smallest one, you can earn 10,000 points. And so you have 10 tries to earn at least 40,000 points or more. And so in the first game, through the first eight attempts of rolling the ball, I got 35,000 points. And I'm thinking, okay, great. I've got two more tries and I just need to get 5,000 points. Now, because I've practiced the most difficult shot of getting that 10,000, rather than going for the hard shot, I was thinking, well, why don't I just throw easy lob to a 5,000 and I'll, I'll get the jackpot, right? But this thought that came through my mind and the thought was, huh, wouldn't it be funny if I had missed it just by a thousand points? And guess what happened? I threw the ball, I missed the 5,000 points, and instead I only got a thousand. Okay, so now I have 36,000 points. All right, I just need 4,000. All right, so I go for the 4,000, I missed it, and instead I got 3,000. So I got 39,000 points, 1,000 shy of getting the jackpot. That's like missing it by one. And I'm like thinking in my mind, oh my gosh, why did I think about that? Because I literally manifested that, right? But what did I think about before? I said, I will get this in a second try. I'll get it within two games. So in the second game, I was determined. You know what? I'm going to get this jackpot. So I focused on the 10,000. And then within eight balls, within eight tries, I got 36,000 this time. I was like, you know what? I'm going all the way. I'm going to get this. And the next ball I rolled in got me over 40,000 and I won a jackpot. Now, what's the takeaway I want to share in describing this game of skee-ball? The frame of thought you're holding onto, consciously or subconsciously, gets amplified to your outer reality. Because when I think about what happened, every thought that I had in the game manifested. I had the feeling, I had a gut feeling, my intuition was telling me I'm going to get the jackpot in two games. But in the first game, the thought did come across my mind. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I missed it by one? And I missed it by one. But if I had focused instead, no, replace that thought. Let go of that frame of thought of missing it by one but replace it with, no, I'm going to win the jackpot. I would have increased my probability of getting the jackpot on the first game rather than on the second game. Now, let me share a second story, which is called Car Remote. This is a life hack I learned back in high school, but it's really relevant to today's topic. Now, back in high school, I think I was like a senior in high school, it was one of those after-school classes I was taking and I remember in the classroom there's a couple of my classmates that I knew 
And the classroom that we were in, in this particular incident, I remember was on a second floor next to the window where we overlooked the ground floor parking lot where we parked our cars. And halfway through that, I guess it was like a tutor class, halfway through the class, one of my classmates during the break was saying, oh my gosh, I forgot to lock my doors in the car. And so he's like, oh, no, that's fine. He just took out the car remote. He put it underneath his chin and he pressed the button. And then he heard the beep in his car down on the ground floor of the parking lot that signaled that it locked. And I was like, looking at this, I was like, no way. What are you doing? I was like, the car is almost, it's probably like 100 feet away. It's pretty far. There's no way your car remote can access that far by pushing a lock button. He's like, wait, you don't, you don't know this life hack? He's like, all you need to do is just put the car fob, the car remote, underneath your chin. And when you push the button, it will amplify the frequency and it'll reach your car. I was like, what? He's like, no, try it yourself. So I got out of my car remote. I pushed the lock button first and it wasn't, my car wasn't registering. Then I put the car fob underneath my chin, pushed the lock button, and oh my God, I heard a beep. And so my car actually locked. I was like, what? What is, how, how does this even work? So my friend's like, your, your head's just like a human antenna. It's gonna amplify the frequency of your car remote by at least double the distance. And that's where it kind of sunk in. Our head is like a human antenna. And so the takeaway I wanted to share on this second story about a car remote is that our head, our body, is a human antenna. The frequency that our car remote, our car fob key emits gets amplified when we couple it with our head. Let that sink in. If our body is a human antenna, think of it this way. Our human head is a human antenna that amplifies the frequencies of our thoughts, whether you believe it or not. The question is, what thoughts are you amplifying? Now, why am I sharing the second story in conjunction with the ski ball? The literal thoughts that I had of missing the first game by one point manifested because I had that frame of thought in my mind. I didn't replace it. But then the second thought I had was, no, I am winning that jackpot. I am winning that jackpot. I am. And then literally that's what happened. I won that jackpot in the second game. And so what I want you to think about is instead of thinking, wouldn't it be funny if I missed it by one point? Say instead, I'm going to make it over by two. Instead of thinking, what if I mess up this presentation? Say instead, I'm going to nail this epic presentation. Instead of thinking, what if this call is going to be really difficult? Instead, say, I am going to have a warm and understanding conversation with the other party. So with that said, what is this week's action steps? How are you going to gain more focus and confidence? Let's start with focus. Focus is setting your intentions. Now, you have to be able to set intentions on something that's outside of your comfort zone. Okay, if you are able to do 20 sit-ups or 20 push-ups in one setting, 
set your intentions in doing 25. If you are very comfortable in making a free throw, but you're not consistent in making a three-pointer, set your intentions in making back-to-back three-pointers. If you've had this thought of enrolling your colleague or your boss on this new idea that you had in the back of your mind, but you just never had the ability to verbalize it or articulate it, set your intentions on enrolling your boss or colleague in that new idea. Focus on the outcome you want to manifest. Hold on to that frame of thought. Feel through that scenario so that your body knows how it feels. And then let it go. Now the second part is confidence. How do you gain confidence? You have to take actions that back up your intentions. Remember, I am. I am. I stands for intentions. A stands for actions. N stands for manifestations. What I set my intentions to, that's what the focus is. What I take actions that back up my intentions and you succeed, that gains confidence. You manifest. And when you make those wins, you have to celebrate those baby steps. Because when you make each of those milestones and you win, celebration helps anchor that feeling, that positive feeling and affirmation of, I've got this, I can do this. And it's going to help you build your confidence and it's going to help you build momentum. Now here's a pro tip. If you have thoughts that race through your mind, what if I miss it by one? What if I bomb this presentation? Whatever it is. I want you to be easy on yourself and kind to yourself. Those thoughts will come into your mind. And if they do, it's okay. But just let it pass through. It's like it's like a movie projector. If you remember what Thomas Vu said, my guest in the last interview in episode 44, think of yourself like watching a movie projector as a third party. It's not yours. Those thoughts aren't yours. But just let it watch and pass through. Now, here's a pro tip of an analogy you can think of. Have you ever had late at night where you're just flipping through the TV looking for something good to watch, right? You're channel surfing, you're going on Netflix, whatever it is. Now, if you're watching cable, if it's late at night, chances are you're going to watch probably or stumble upon an infomercial, right? Now, if you stumble upon a bad infomercial, that's really no different than having that frame of thought of, man, what if I miss this game by one point? Now, here's the thing. If you don't change the channel and you have this bad infomercial just running on repeat, that's literally what happened when I was playing that first game of skee-ball. I had that thought. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I missed it by one? But I didn't change the channel. That was my last frame of thought. And because I was holding on to that frame, even though I thought I dismissed it, I didn't replace it with that outcome, a positive outcome that I wanted to manifest. It was just more, yeah, wouldn't it be funny if I missed it? And I missed it by one. That's literally what happened. And so this is why this pro tip is really important. If the last frame of thought is an outcome that you do not want, if you don't think and feel of what you do want, it's like leaving that bad infomercial running on TV. You never changed the channel. You need to change the channel by watching something you want to watch. 
So you have to visualize, wait, what is the frame of thought of outcome I do want? That's how you practice your focus. If you pair that focus and setting your intentions, that's like similar to putting that car remote underneath your chin and amplifying it. So in hindsight, when I had that thought coming through my mind, what if I lost this game by one? I should have just paused, refocus. Wait, which channel do I want to watch? What is the outcome of the game I do want to happen, which is winning that jackpot? And once I visualize that last frame of thought, then I should have proceeded in playing the rest of the game. And each time you succeed, all those incremental wins celebrate because you are building confidence and momentum. Positive celebration is positive in reinforcement that I am intention, action, manifestation is working for you. You've got this. If this resonates with you, share this episode with someone that you feel can benefit. It will come back in spades. So final thoughts for today's episode. There's a quote I want to share. If my mind can conceive it, my heart can believe it. I know I can achieve it. This quote was by Jesse Jackson. Folks, I can't tell you how much power and energy there is behind the words we use on a daily basis. This is literally the core of my coaching for all of my clients. What we vocalize externally, what we think internally, have power in programming our inner world that then gets amplified to our outer reality. The more we use the very language we're looking to attract, the more you are allowing yourself to not only tune into the frequency, but amplifying that frequency to what you want to manifest. Remember that Wayne Dyer quote? Abundance is not something we acquire. It is something we tune into. And I sincerely hope today's story of my ski ball and the life hack of the car remote paired up with I am gives you that power to build your focus and confidence. You've got this. I love to hear your thoughts. Send me a DM on Instagram at Benjamin Ye. Or if you're new to the show, I invite you to hit that subscribe button to this Boom Vision podcast if you enjoy learning from today's sharing. Until next time, folks, be kind to yourself. Be in delight. Be you. Thank you so much for tuning in to my Boom Vision podcast. If you'd like to find out more about me in this podcast, head over to benjaminye.com. That's spelled B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-Y-E-H.com. If you haven't already, click subscribe and I'll catch you next time.